Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And today we are reviewing everything that happened in the wonderful week three of the college football world. Tyler, so much to talk about. So many games. All the things. Being exciting. Um, it's kind of like a wonderful appetizer for next week's uh, SEC opener that we will talk about later on this week. We won't talk about it today. We'll talk about that later on this week. Um, but yeah, Tyler, let's just get right to it. I think we need to start with the breaking news out of Tallahassee, Florida. And that is Mike Norvell, head football coach for the Florida State Seminoles, has come down with COVID-19. Mm. Um, Chris Thompson, the acting head coach, he will be performing those duties against Miami, uh, which is a, I think it's a 7.30 kickoff next week. Game yeah, day is going to be game day is gonna be in Coral Gables. And so mm-hmm. he will be the head coach until Mike Norvell comes back. We wish him nothing but the safest and speediest recovery. Absolutely. Um, but man, Tyler, can FSU not catch a break? Absolutely not. Like they they lose to Georgia Tech. Never forget, Never uh, forget. the Waffle House University bees. Our Waffle House University bees. And then turn around with losing their head coach, which was the huge thing. Mm-hmm. He's also like the play caller. Right. He's very involved in the offense. Part of the reason that they looked as good as they did, and now. They just have to go play face Miami, a team that, you know, didn't have that bad of a week. Yeah, we'll talk about Miami in a bit and uh, some of the some of the takes that we've had in the past that may need some adjustment. I'll put it that way. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. Just so, adjustment. Not, not, I'm not throwing them out just I'm yet. not throwing them out yet. Just an adjustment. Uh, Mike Norbrow, we wish you nothing but the fastest and speediest recovery. So hope you get well. And I hope there's no breakouts in, you know, on that team. You know, we want them to be safe uh tyler rapid reactions for some some games that may not be from our five wide but definitely need to talk about it tyler we were so close it was we were, we, we were on the precipice of glory we were and so we close those of you unaware um as just as we adopted the waffle house university bees we have also adopted the georgia state panthers because last season they did us a solid and they ended up beating tennessee in knoxville um, and just any team that embarrasses one of our rivals is is a team is a team of ours. So our Georgia State Panthers, they almost did it, Tyler. They almost. came in, they went to overtime, and they ended up. It's the number nineteen Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Yes, sir. A very against, good team against the nineteenth ranked Louisiana Raging Cajuns. They end up losing in overtime, thirty four to thirty one. Um, I saw the last few minutes of this game. It was just heartbreak. It was heartbreak. They were at home. They had them on the ropes. Conference games, man. Conference games will get you. Yeah, I mean, the, and Georgia State like jumped out to an early lead, and they were handling it for most of this game. But right. credit to Louisiana for coming back. Uh, good things coming for our Georgia State Panthers, but we're just gonna have to wait another week for it. Just gonna have to wait a whole another week. Um, but we're gonna have hey, to. Not, wait. not everyone can be Tennessee. Not everyone can be Tennessee. So like, this is what <laughs> you got to take out of that. Well, uh, we'll save our Tennessee, Tennessee takes for later. Um, I want to head over to Oklahoma, where mm-hmm. an in-state matchup between Tulsa and Oklahoma State was expected to be a blowout by Oklahoma State. Turns out that was not the case. Uh, Tulsa ended up putting up a really, really, really good fight against Oklahoma State. Uh, they end up beating them 16-7. to That's Oklahoma State. They beat Tulsa 16-7. to But the real story here, Tyler, uh, Spencer Sanders has what seems to be a severe ankle injury. Mm. He and That's huge. It's part of the reason this, this score was the way it was. Oklahoma, still, Oklahoma State still got like a lot more talent, and their mm-hmm. backup quarterbacks performed admirably, but that's huge. 
Yeah, it's a it's a big deal, especially when you return. He's a true sophomore, so he can only get better. Last year, he played really well as a true freshman. Um, and I watched – this was one of the games that I kind of had going back and forth in the noon slot yesterday, and I watched the opening two drives from Oklahoma State-Tulsa. This is the first game I saw. And a couple notes, Tulsa's defense looks pretty good. They're going to cause some trouble in the American. And Spencer Sanders wasn't really the – big reason why this game was close like Oklahoma State definitely needed to get some kinks out like there were some big time errors that were being made you could tell that they were running the ball really effectively Uh, Chuba Hubbard was doing a great job but without Spencer Sanders it was kind of hard to throw down the field effectively Mm -hmm. and I feel like if they were able to do that then the game would have been put away earlier and it wouldn't be as much of a risk but Mike Gundy and the mullet and Oklahoma State have a lot of work to do before they can go ahead and say that they can contend for the Big Twelve, if that's how I agree. Play. So I agree. A lot of different, a lot of different lot. things going on there. Hopefully, Spencer Sanders comes back quickly. Uh, I looked up to see if there was an update, Tyler. There's no update. They're saying it's a lower extremities issue, a lower extremities injury, which I think is a leg issue. Exactly. It's just code something for down there. It's messed something up. Something below the waist. Um, but yeah, so there's no timetable. We don't know how severe it is, if it's a high ankle sprain or whatever. I think they're doing testing and stuff today. So hopefully he comes back quickly because that big that Oklahoma State team is supposed to be fun in the Big 12. So see how mm-hmm. it goes. Um, Navy saw all of the trash we were talking about it and said, bet, hold my beer. They went out and they ended up having the largest comeback in Navy football history. They were down big. They end up coming back against Tulane, twenty-seven to twenty-four, to win the football game. This was a fan- this was a fantastic second. Hey, half. hey, oh, it was like if there's one thing that Navy knows how to ch- tackle, mm-hmm. it's a wave. See, I love that joke because I remember in the first half, I saw a thing on Twitter. I think it was Roger Sherman from the Ringer who said Navy is so bad they can't even handle a single wave. <laughs> yep, it took some time, but they got over it and like. Credit to Navy. Tulane had a great game plan. They came in, and Navy just kind of stuck around and won. Mm-hmm. And at the last second, no yeah, less. Yeah, they were pesty. They were being pesty. They were pesty. Good game. Probably one of the better games we got mm-hmm. um, from, from an overall, like, especially at least the second half. Right, right, right. Correct. But exciting for both teams. Mm-hmm. Exciting for both teams. Uh, I'm excited to see how Navy comes along now that we know. Maybe this is like the monkey off their back, you know? Yeah, maybe they just needed the one win. Maybe they just needed the one win. Exactly. Maybe yeah. they just need to and get started. Maybe BYU is really good. We don't know. We have zero idea. This season is so early. Um, yeah. All right, Tyler. So that's it for rapid reactions. Let's go to five wide where, Tyler, we had a casualty in five wide. We, yeah. the five wide was hit by the coronavirus pandemic. Um, Houston and Baylor, our first game, supposed to be the big noon kickoff. At time of recording, it was set to start. And soon after we published the episode, uh, Houston and Baylor was postponed. So yeah, we did not get a chance to get that game. No points for either of no us. No points for either of us. So level slate. So we're just going to go ahead and move forward. Talk about the other games we got. Boston College at Duke. This is a noon kickoff on ESPN3. Um, I'm going to clear the space. I'm going to clear the air, like the headspace. Like, Sergio, do you want to talk about this game? You know, do I want to? No. Am I going to? Yes. Okay, good. Because I'm going to make you oh, talk. Oh, I'm about fully it, right? aware. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Spill the oh, beans. Oh, of course. Um. So, if one was to gamble, if 
um i have i have brought out my um my bet slip tyler that i came up with yesterday before the game started off so it's written on a napkin um let me tell you the bets that i had allegedly yesterday i had duke minus three and a half on its own i had duke in a teaser which was duke plus three so they could have lost a close possession game and then i had duke in a parlay minus four all of that went out the window because duke and chase bryce decided that they didn't like me anymore and they ended up losing 26 to 6. Now this game went downhill when down 7 to nothing, Duke ends up scoring a touchdown and I was like, "All right, good. We're back in this. Excellent. Here we go." And then they missed the extra point. And I literally said out loud, I said, "That's going to come back to bite me in the butt." And turns out it didn't, but it did because it set the tone for what happened in this box. Cuz they didn't game. do anything else for the rest of the that game. That was the highlight right? of their game. The offense was yeah. abysmal, Tyler abysmal this boston college defense was able to stack the box it was able to just shut everything down force chase bryce to throw the football and tyler i don't know if you know this but the duke offensive line not as good as the clemson offensive line wild didn't know didn't know if you knew that how did how do you how, how do you come out here with these wild accusations that the duke blue devils would not have as good of an offensive line you would think as the clemson tigers you would think tyler maybe it's just me having a bias with the blue colors to the orange but you know who knows who knows it's possible uh boston college I mean, did really well in this game i won't even lie credit to boston college credit to jeff halfley yes correct uh credit to notre dame transfer Kildrakovic yes. um as the quarterback great way like, to start better. great way to start this era yeah it, the whole risk of this game, picking this game for us, was that we didn't know anything about Boston College. Right. Uh, but we thought we knew enough about Duke. It turns out we were wrong. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, Phil... I mean, that's just this season, man. Yeah. Like, that's... They, they threw all over Duke, too. Phil Jerkovic threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns. Say Flowers had 162 receiving yards, Tyler. Jeez. This is insane. Jeff Halfley, Dude. first game as head coach. Congratulations. I do want to give an honorable mention to the Boston College Twitter account. Um, they to- they tweeted out a picture of just the team before the game, like getting ready to run out onto the field. And the caption was, plus six, LOL. I need college football social media departments to incorporate gambling spreads into all of their content. That was just fantastic for me. I absolutely loved it. I lost money, yes, but I absolutely loved it um but it was worth it but it was worth it well well apart from my extracurricular activities um tyler you also picked duke so none of neither one of us gets the point on that one yeah it's a theme that's gonna keep popping up is it a theme Um, because for me because the next one is pretty nice so tyler why don't you tell me about the next game on our five wide list all right number 14 ucf at the beehive georgia tech um a great game up until the last like eight minutes yeah. and it kind of you know got really one-sided yeah, you, but that's fine you, because you like you kind of put their put their uh put everything in gear and we're like all right guys let's yeah. let's finish this up ucf wins 49 to 21 mm-hmm. uh, but for a large part of this game the score was about 28 ucf to georgia tech 21 it, it was always a um, one touchdown one touchdown 10 point difference yeah was the theme ucf was always on top like ucf scored first and then georgia tech scored right back and then from then on ucf was able to uh, get in a touchdown they had very explosive offense both these teams kind of decided to go for a lot of fourth downs which is very i was so like in the sense of like i'm always team go mm-hmm. for it but 
you know, sometimes you're going for it at a fourth and ten at midfield with in the third quarter, and I'm like, I don't know if I agree with this. They they converted. Georgia Tech would convert. So like, I know Georgia Tech doesn't. Yeah, and I don't exactly. think UCF should. Right. Like, well, there's like, a lot of talk UCF's with UCF offense where the, phenomenal. This defense, this defense is supposed to be one of the best in the American. Supposedly. Okay. Supposedly, not what supposedly. I saw out there. Oof. Well, supposedly. Yeah. Um, their their offense is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. it looks better. Dylan Gabriel's the real deal. Career um, high. I continue four, to be more and more. I continue to be more and more impressed with Georgia Tech. Their Georgia Tech's big problem is that they can't stop turning mm-hmm. the ball over. And to their credit, UCF also had a bit of a turnover problem. There was a period in this game where I swear no one wanted to actually have the football. <laughs> it was back and forth. Neither offenses really wanted yeah. the football. They wanted to get rid of it. And they kept getting it back. Like, UCF fu- – oh, sorry, no. Georgia Tech fumbled. UCF recovered. The next play, the very next play, UCF throws an mm-hmm. interception. And then a couple plays later, Georgia Tech fumbles it Fumbles it, right it into the end zone for UCF to just fall on it and say, oh, that's a touchdown. So the, the offense didn't even need to get points on that one. Yeah. But uh, Georgia Tech's still going to be really good, and UCF is going to have a good season. I actually talked to my mm-hmm. friend about this. He was texting me, and he's a UCF fan. And he's like, do you think this is the year that the, a group of five team, probably, like, let's be honest, an yeah. American team, could make it into the college football playoff? And I'm like, honestly – Yes. I like, think if not this year, then when? This is the best yeah. shot they're ever going to If not going now, have. then it won't happen, personally, in my opinion. I think... Not until no, they expand. I, I think... In the, current, in the current way the right. systems run, this is the only time exactly, I could see yeah. it happen. If they expand to an 18 playoff, which I think eventually will happen, um, then we'll get a group of five teams in the playoff. But I think this is the only year where that's, that's a realistic possibility. And I think it's going to come down to... Probably UCF and Cincinnati. The way that UCF offense looked yesterday, oof, be careful. Because, yeah, the yeah. defense was looked a little slacked a little bit and supposedly supposed to be better. But, I mean, if you got a very well-disciplined Cincinnati team going up against this UCF team, uh, that's going to be difficult to see which team kind of makes it out between those two. And that probably gives them the best shot of having a team in the playoff, you know? So Absolutely. What all that they need is for UCF and Cincinnati to to just make it a, make it. They a fight need to be the undefeated when they when they meet in the regular season, and then for the sake of the conference, the winner of that game needs to then win the conference championship to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. If they split it, it's going to be very difficult for the Power Five bias committee to say, "Oh, this and that, whatever." Now, especially with the Big Ten yeah. coming back to play. So, it's yeah. gonna be difficult. It's gonna be difficult. So, but alas, let us move on. But alas, you picked Georgia. Another... You picked the uh, Waffle House University bees. I did pick the bees. And I don't regret it at all. And I, for the sake of, um, for for the sake of a healthy relationship, I ended up going with the UCF Knights. I end up getting the point. Um, Alexa, what you think of the game? One word. She says charge on. So. She she, she loved that's, that's two, two words, words but whatever. But whatever. She loved it. Uh, I get the point, um, so that's one so far in the week. That's plus one for me. Tyler, let's move on down. Uh, App State taking on Marshall three thirty on CBS. I didn't get a chance to even put this game on because I was watching the UCF game so much. Did they use the SEC on CBS music? Do we know? 
Can we get clarification? I, yeah, so I, I had to I had to work during the early part, so I didn't get to okay. see the open. But I I'm getting. I don't think they used so the they didn't CBS. use it as like a warm up for next week. I don't okay. think so. All right. It's probably why App State it's lost. It's probably why because yeah, Mar- App State is the Alabama of the Sun Belt. They yeah, were trying absolutely. to channel and that. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall comes in and wins Incredible. seventeen to seven, which in in a shocker to me, uh, personally. Yeah, we both had App State. Like I entertain, I entertain the idea of Marshall winning because Marshall's a good team, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. But I really did think App State was going to handle this it. This is wrong. this now is giving me question of Marshall dominated in their first game in Week One. Um, they pretty I don't want to say they dominated, but they handled App State. It was seventeen to seven. Old, good old-fashioned backyard low-scoring game. Brendan Knox runs for 138 yards and a touchdown. Um, they end up taking down a top-25 team at home. Hey, man, can Marshall make some in Conference USA? And then by default, could oh, well. they end up being ranked and have like some conversations? You know? I could see it happening. Marshall also has the gravitas yes. of history and, like, a movie being made about them. Um, well, exactly. like people know what Marshall and they is. had that. They had, so and they had the tragedy if Marshall gets those years ago and there's a national perspective about them. Yeah. Well, my point being that like if Marshall gets good, yeah, people well, will take Randy Moss be the first one to remind people all the time. Oh yeah. Chad Pennington oh, will remind yeah. people all the time. They've produced talent, you know? So, so here's my, they here's have. my quick little galaxy brain. Open your third eye. You're already, you're already under the blanket. So, Okay. Just activate your third eye. Um, Got it. If an American team, let's say UCF, makes the playoff, goes undefeated, wins its conference, makes the playoff, then does the group of does the the uh, New Year's Six Bowls then have to take another group of five team? Would it then be the next highest ranked group of five team for that slot? Or would it satisfy um, the requ- quote unquote requirement? It it depends. What are the bowls that? What are the? Yeah. It, Let's just say it's the New Year Six. Let's just say no, it's I don't the New think Year that, Six bowls. I I don't think I know. I don't think that that would affect. I don't. I don't think that would affect the group of five slot because, um, like we have we have random teams playing in the Orange Bowl, like when when it's a playoff bowl, yeah. it's just really a name. It doesn't really satisfy all okay. the pre- previous requirements. So like. I don't think that that's going to matter. I think I think there'll still be a group of five. Okay. That gets so with that being ball. said, if a UCF makes the playoff, could we see Marshall in a, in a New Year's Six Bowl? The way that they've played the first week of the year, the way that they handled a very good App State team that we've established is really good. If they win their conference, going defeated, what do you think? Uh, only if they're better than Cincinnati. Hmm it's possible but it's they have to they have to battle american Correct. conference bias and on top of that they have to actually be better mm-hmm. than any of those teams because the marshals and conference you say they're right. not going to get the same publicity and even if they're good people will know but they'll still be like oh are they as good as the american teams so it's possible i just it's in the it's, realm of possibility I, I know, but possible. we don't know if it's a realistic one Okay. It's a tough, it's a tough battle. Makes sense, Tyler. Makes sense. Um, for the record, we both picked App State. We were both wrong on that one, so no points for us on those. And then our last of the five wide games, the primetime game, game day was there. University of Miami 
took on Louisville in the only ranked matchup of the week. First one of the year, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, we both year. took Louisville, and we both were wrong. Uh, Miami Very wins wrong. 47 to 34. Tyler, when's the last time you saw Miami put up more than 40 points? Uh, yeah. Against a real opponent? I don't remember. Maybe that one game where they blew out Notre Dame. Oh, that that oh the in, the, the, in their the, good year? the year that they had the honor of losing to Clemson in the title game. That's yeah. true. That was a yeah. yeah. That was like a sixty point game. It's like sixty to seven. But that was like that three Mark four Rick years ago. Coach. That was the one good Mark. Rick- yeah. My Miami actually looks. They actually looked competent. They their offense was moving. They had speed. Now I have to be honest. I'm attributing a lot mm-hmm. of this from what I watched. Louisville's defense. Yeah. yeah. Derek King, I, I still have questions about, you know, how, how good he can be at a ceiling, but, like, it ain't hard to hit people that have got no one 20 yards around them. Correct. Like, credit to Miami for having that offense open, but, like, Louisville, yeah, Louisville. what are you doing? Your offense is yeah, great, but I you got to fix that defense. I agree. That was, that was bad. I texted you at, at a certain point. I was like, I can't tell if, like, Miami, the Miami offense is for real or if this Louisville defense is that bad because it was – Definitely a concern. Like I didn't, couldn't tell at a certain point. I I think Louisville's defense being bad is a huge okay. part of the equation. Like because it's all the situation where Miami faced a team that they could right. expose with speed, and that didn't have the defensive mm-hmm. line to affect them. Because remember, like we, we all talk about, like Miami's entire offense at UAB was just built around right. Derrick King scrambling. That was not the case this time. They were able to actually implement some structure and implement some passing plays and like basically use the SMU offense. And it was good. It worked. And I think a lot of that has to do with they didn't have it. Louisville doesn't have the defensive line to affect mm-hmm. Miami, you know, to throw right. them off their rhythm, to force Derrick King out of the pocket before like the, the wide open receiver opened up. Louisville certainly doesn't have the secondary no, yeah, to cover they, people. They, that's so. a big area of concern. Uh, when you look at the yards, Louisville outgained Miami. Louisville had 10 more first downs than Miami. Issue here is Louisville had three turnovers. Miami didn't turn the ball over at all. So we saw the turnover chain three times. Miami didn't turn the ball over. If you if De'Ara King goes 18 for 30 with 325 and three touchdowns and there's no turnovers, I don't see a situation outside of probably the big teams in college football landscape. The the Clemson, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, Floridas, Georgias, Auburns, outside of those big ones, I don't see a team that beats them, you know, when that happens. Yeah. I am going to say it's a little – some of it's a little fluky. Miami had, like, I believe two or three 75-yard mm-hmm. touchdowns, and you're yeah. just not going to yeah. get that every Well, week. That, ha- that happens when you um, have a below-average defense like Louisville does. Yeah, you could say we're, bad. We're we're say allowed bad. To say bad. All right, it's a bad defense. That was a bad, a bad defense. defense. Yeah, no, that was a bad defensive performance. There's nothing about what I watched last night that is. Oh, it's just below average. Look at it. No, it's bad. Okay, understandable. But yeah, we both picked Louisville like idiots, yeah, and neither of us. Tyler, before we move on, I do want to have this Miami conversation. Let's let's play the game. I want to play the game. Okay. All right. So they started off with UAB. They right, won. They started. Then they went to Louisville. They they won two and up. Next week they have Florida State prime time seven thirty Eastern. Who you got? 
Florida State doesn't have their coach. It, 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 we're taking Miami, right? Cool. Then they yeah, have Yeah, Miami, three and Then, Tyler, they head to Clemson. They play in Death Valley. Okay. So three and one. Three and one. They have Pitt at home. Is this Pitt at its finest? Is this, this is tough. Its is Pitt going to pit so hard that they will pit Miami out of contention for the title game? I'm taking pits. I love you. Thank you. So what are we at? We are at three and two. Granted, three and two. probably two of the yeah. tougher games of their schedule back to back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Pitt, Pitt, and Pitt, Kenny, I have Kenny a high Pitt opinion of Pitt. So like, we saw that past two weeks. Yeah. Cool. Then they got Virginia at home, who has yet to play a football game yet. So, yeah. I'll take I'll Miami take, as well. So, 4-2. Then they're off for Halloween. Then at North Carolina State, win. Win. At Virginia Tech. I haven't seen Virginia Tech. I honestly I don't know what point, to expect from them. I think give the win to Miami, right? Yeah, so I think based on based on six what we know, two. six and uh, six and um, two. Let's go six and one, just so we keep conference schedule. Since we're doing just conferences, let's throw out the UAB game for right now. So we'll go six and one. Okay, six at and one. home against our Waffle House University bees. This is in mid November. Can Georgia Tech get it rolling by then, where we can say this is going to be a tough matchup? They beat them last year. They beat them last I'll year. Stay, I'll- yeah, but I'll err on the side of conservative in the sense of like, um, Georgia Tech's defense is mm-hmm. is their main problem, and I I don't know it, it'll be one of those things where I don't know if it, it'll be another UCF okay. Georgia Tech game to me, not maybe not, not quite as drastic where like both of them have really good offenses, but Miami's defense is just a little bit better and their offense is just right. a little bit Correct. faster. Um, okay, so I'd Miami. give it to so- Miami. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You're right. That's a toss up. That. That's a hundred percent a toss up. So, so we'll go seven, seven and one, one cautiously. At Wake Forest. Yeah. I think that's a win, dude. That's a win. Eight and one, and then yeah, the last game one. of the season before the title game. Future Minnesota Vikings quarterback Sam Howell heads to Miami. That's nah, a loss. that's a loss, baby. So, so I think North Carolina's going to win. Here is we have to take a look at. We have to take a look at Georgia Tech, right? Oh, you said Pitt was a loss, right? Yeah. So that's in two. Yeah. So that's two losses, and then maybe a Georgia Tech loss, and then maybe a North Carolina loss. So at the end of the season, we might be looking at a six and four, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Six and four, six eight and, and f- two. Between six and four to eight and two. Is that a success for Miami? Is six and four successful for Miami? It can be depending on how those losses come. I would argue that if those losses come Are in the, like a close fashion, that's even more frustrating for Miami fans. Especially since this is De'Aaron King's only season. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't know who's behind but is it close, King for next it, year. This might be their window of opportunity. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I mean eight eight and two and seven and three, mm-hmm. I think are good seasons. Um Six and four is a stretch because, like, is it is it close games in the manner of we just yeah. got outdueled, or close games like it's we also, screwed ourselves it's over? It's also there's probably there's three toss up games in Pitt, Georgia Tech, and North Carolina, and if you lose all three of the toss up games, there's something to be said about not being able to deliver. And I don't put it out of the realm of possibility that Miami will just 
you know, like crap the bet against Wake Forest or something like that. The only guarantee on their schedule is that they're losing to Clemson. Yes, correct. I agree. Like, that's guaranteed. And I'm pretty confident they'll be able to beat all the teams that they have better mm-hmm. athletes in. Their offense that they have right now is going to maximize mm-hmm. their athletes, which it's a weird thing, but very few of the teams they face are going to have a better are going to have a better defensive line right. than UAB. Like yeah. Clemson obviously will, mm-hmm. Florida State will. Um I don't know North Carolina North Carolina might Pitt will, but like those are teams that might be able to give them a, a stretch, but like other teams like NC State or like Wake Forest they, they mm-hmm. probably won't do as much. We'll see. But I just wanted to play we'll that we'll game see. out because I I don't Miami has blown up in their own face exactly. so many times before. It's just it's in their DNA right. until and, I see it not happen. And like I think this might be for me personally, like I think they may have turned a corner here, but we have to see. I need to see him. I need to see him do it again. And then again. again, and then again. <laughs> so I need to do it a few times. Yeah. So. All right. So we'll move on from that. We both picked uh, Louisville. None of us get the points. Tyler, let's head over to our two point conversions. Um, Tyler, you had Wake uh, Forest over North Carolina State. How did that go for you, bud? Well, it didn't go positive, but I don't feel bad about it. Um, Wake, Wake Forest loses to NC State 45-42 to 42 in a back-and-forth shootout that had, like, I don't know, like six lead changes at some point. It was so hard. This is on ACC mm-hmm. Network, so I couldn't watch it. This was so hard for me to keep track of yeah, from the I, score updates I, uh, I was getting. I was like, wait, so who's I in front? Like, I definitely <laughs> caught, like, the last two minutes of this game, and it was very exciting. It was one of those, like, back-and-forths, like – Defenses were just non-existent, just non-existent in this football game. Yeah, um, no. So yeah, Wake Forest loses, and that's disappointing. But I, I am encouraged by the fact that when they, they play a non-Clemson defense, I think so. They can well. put up. Points. I think so as well. I, I like that. I like that. I'm, I'm glad we can see that going forward. You know, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, you don't get any points on that, but Tyler, I get some points. I no, get some points I don't. I took the Pitt Panthers. To beat Syracuse, and while it was a little scary to start, it ended up paying off for me. Pittsburgh ended up winning twenty-one to ten. Um, it was nice, Tyler. It was nice to to be right on this one because <laughs> had halftime, I was yeah, definitely chewing my nails up. Going, I don't it's kind of new for you. It We're... was new for me. Yeah, no, Syracuse. Syracuse fought. Syracuse fought early, mm-hmm. but they they can't. They weren't enough to overcome the Pitt Panthers. No, the mighty Pitt Panthers. Not at all. Not at all. Pitt is Pitt, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so it was nice to see. I get those Pitt. two points. T- the pit the of, pit despair. of despair. Tyler, you don't get a single point this week. You went. I over. went over, babies. I got shut I don't out. Know. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. You won three to Tyler, zero. So let's calm worse. down. Like <laughs> the fact that I consciously picked Kansas last week, or the fact that you went over this week. There's a debate there. Um, I think it's the, I think there's a Kansas thing because one of the games got postponed, so I absolutely could have gotten a point, but coronavirus I, I will, took I it will, away from I me. I will cede the point and I will give it to you. I will give that to you, Tyler. Yes. I mean, you would have gotten a point too, but I would have at least well, scored we would have, something. Regardless, we would have both ended up tied because now we're tied six to six. If we would have gotten that game, we would have gone seven to seven. So we're tied six to six, Tyler. We just needed these first couple weeks to get our kinks out, you know. We also needed some. Yeah, yeah, we're just working out. We're in time just for in SEC time play. For SEC play, you know, that's the, with the meat and potatoes for us since we're Gator fans, you know. So just had to get that out. Score to date six to six. It's going well, Tyler. Uh, before we wrap up this uh, review episode, 
we're gonna bring it back we're gonna bring back another patented yeah patented uh segment on sideline judgment that is moment of the week tyler it is sunday the end of the week what is your moment of the week there can only be one there can only be one moment of the week for me it's in the pit and syracuse game is it now syracuse is one touchdown yeah from uh rex culpepper their backup quarterback who came in after tommy devito Mm -hmm. got hurt he threw a 69 yard touchdown first of all nice um but the thing that's beautiful about that is that two years ago rex culpepper Mm -hmm. had cancer and he fought cancer and he's cancer free and he comes in and throws a touchdown in an acc game a 69 yard touchdown at that and this was like this wasn't like a screen oh, no, that no, got no. taken he, he for a or touchdown. Like he threw this a dime was a bomb. This was a dime. Like, and he was he was celebrating and getting have. all crazy. And at this point, the game was still close, and it it warmed it my heart to see these too. moments. It was early yeah. in the second quarter, so yeah, good for him. Great moment of the week, Tyler. I agree. Um, as always, our moments of the week do not have to be limited to college football. So my moment of the week will be absolutely uh, Tyler. I just came from my first radio show. Uh, I I am doing. Thank you, thank you. I I'm sorry to disappoint you with my my take. I just want you to remember no, that fine. taking works. Trademark pending. Um, yeah, but I, 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 my, my football team, my pro football yeah, team but has Tyler, actually won a game. It's so week like, two, and I, I'm glad for you because now you get the win out of the way, so you don't have to worry about going over. So now you can just lose 15 games in a row. That's a good point. See, this is you. why I have I you. This you. Is, this is this is why you now have the 15 games because it was a concern for Dolphin fans. I was like, I just don't want to go over. I want to lose. I want to tank. Tanking works. Trademark pending. But like, I wanted to win. So now you got out of the way. Yeah, you did it, man. You did it. Congrats. Don't hate me because I picked you, the Titans you. today. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I you, did. I have my you first, had first radio, radio show. show. It's a like, weekly radio show. Um. You can listen to it on WQAQ.com. That is the Quinnipiac University student radio station. There's a listen live button, and it is every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. It is called Q-Zone with my co-host Jake Ziegler. He is the host, and I am kind of his co-host, and it is wonderful getting that experience, and I'm very excited. So please go ahead and listen in, WQAQ.com. Listen live button Sundays, 10 to 11 a.m. I just want you to know, Tyler, there's only one OG pot partner, and that will always be you, my friend. Don't, just just know oh, that. Thanks, all right? thanks. You are irreplaceable to me. No. You are very beautiful to me. Thank you. As the, GIF would, as the meme would say. <laughs> no, like, I, I love it. I listened uh, to as much yes, of the show as I could, and uh, I really liked it. Thank I, I really you, enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, Jake, like, Jake's really good. Jake I was having knows fun. a lot of his stuff. He, he blends and goes back and forth through topics very quickly and effectively, and and it's nice to just be able to, you know, get some experience in the radio scene as compared to all the stuff we've done with podcasts. It was it was really surreal hearing your voice on yeah. the radio, like like me turning and be like, I'm listening to my friend's voice on the radio. Like, thank you, it's, thank it's, you. So it's, that it's was my cool. moment of the week. That was my moment of the week. Um, Tyler, before we go, we got a few minutes here. I oh. want to introduce oh. a section that we a, a segment that we used to oh, have. Oh no! And I want to reintroduce it. It's called allegedly, and it's moments where I may or may not oh, boy. be putting money on certain NFL games today. So I would like your opinion, Tyler. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through okay. the schedule. All right, hit me. And I'm gonna give you the p- p- 
the point spread and you give me the team that you give me the alleged bet that you would have okay yeah allegedly, asterisk, allegedly on everything, everything i say from this, from this point, forward. point forward let's start rams and eagles the line is eagles minus one and a half are we staying away or are we okay. oh my god stay Thank away you. from this i that line I had is that, so I had that, small. Uh, that feeling too. I think the Eagles are mm-hmm. going to win. Actually, no, no. Actually, I don't. I think the Rams are going to win because, like, I feel like thinking the Eagles are going to win is just wishful thinking that they won't okay, start. I, I picked the Rams on the radio show, and I agree with you. The next one, Tyler. This was my upset of the week, and it was the Panthers beating the Bucks. The line is Panthers plus eight. I think I jump on that. I'll take the pan. I think I uh-huh. think I'll take the Panthers. I think the Bucks will win, but I take the Panthers with those. Okay, points. Panthers plus eight. Love to see it. Maybe we throw them in a teaser in a bit. Uh, Broncos Steelers. Broncos plus six and a half. I think I'm gonna stay away from that one. I'm gonna stay away from that. Yeah, stay away. I would take the Steelers to win, but I don't okay. know. How, it's how minus two eighty for money line Steelers, so that's still not a horrible bet. But we'll see. Uh, Falcons Cowboys. Falcons plus three. Would you, uh, you take Cowboys straight up, or would you take them minus three? Oh, I'd take okay. them minus three. Interesting. Interesting. All right. And then I'm just going to give you a couple more here, Tyler. I'm looking at the Giants and the Bears. Giants plus five. With take the, points, the Giants. What did I, the Giants are a better team. I, I, picked the, I picked the Bears on my radio show, but... Uh, do I just go straight up? The Giants straight up money line is plus one ninety. Do I just say forget it and do it? All right, we might we do might it. just have to. Daniel Jones looked that better. That is true, and that first like, drive in the second half. And I'm very impressed because I still didn't think he was yeah. very good. Like okay, all right, and then no, I he's don't not so. their problem. He's not their problem. Whereas Mitch Trubisky <laughs> is the Bears' problem. And like I had so many people be like. Well, you know, he actually balled out versus the Lions, and I'm like, don't. stop it. Stop what you're doing. Like, like you're don't talk yourself into this. Like, it was one game. And look at his entire history. The one team that he actually does well against consistently is the Lions, which is just an indictment on Matt <laughs> Patricia. But continue. I'm with you on that, man. All right, two more. Pats, Seahawks, Sunday night game. It's Patriots plus four points. I think I'm just going to hammer Seattle. This was my lock of the week. I think you gotta hit. I think we're in the. I think we're we're on track for a special. I agree. season. I think I'm just gonna hammer Seattle minus four, and just do it. All right, Tyler. And then just to suffer a little bit, Dolphins Bills, Dolphins plus six. We're at home, limited fans. What you thinking? Um, I got the Tua jersey on. I. Or is it stay I, away I so I don't jinx it. anything? I can't, like. Okay, I kind we'll of just want away. to stay, we'll away, stay from away from That's this all I needed to like, hear. I needed someone to tell me because that. Because the, the Bills, I think, are Correct. a much better team, but it, I could see I could see Miami keeping I it agree. within six points. Despite, like, scoreboard-wise. Despite, like, obviously mm-hmm. the Bills are a much better team, but, like, at this point in time. But I could see Miami yeah, keeping I, I can. it close. I can as well, but I, I just needed someone to, like, there's a little voice in my brain saying, just take the Dolphins. It's going to happen. Just take the Dolphins with the points. Um but thank you, thank you. I may, I may, you know what? I may tease the Panthers and the Dolphins. I may do that. I may do that. Just as a, just a little do bit, it. a little bit, allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. All right, perfect. That's been allegedly with Sergio and Tyler. Uh, I appreciate the help, Tyler. It's gonna be great. Hope we can make that a Sunday okay. tradition. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Right. Exactly. I, um, I like hey, it. we'll be back later on this week. You are listening to the show on a Monday, so we'll be back on Thursday. Where we will preview Tyler. What are we previewing? SEC football, SEC baby. Football is back, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Gators are playing. Where it means just as much as it does to everyone else, but you know, it's that our team yeah, is in so the SEC. Yeah, so for us, it literally so. does mean more. But that's okay because if you, it means the Big Twelve means more to you. We respect that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tyler, we play Ole Miss, playing Lane Kiffin. We got some takes. We got some analysis. We got to talk about our Gators, and we got to talk about the rest of the SEC, and we have to talk about the rest of the country and all these games coming up. We got five wide and two point to preview. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm so excited. So excited. I'm sorry. I'm super I am pumped. pumped. Super pumped. I am pumped. Um, all right, Tyler. Anything else before we sign off? Alrighty. I am good. I'm excited. Let's, let's do it. This has been another rage. episode of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. And we are not biased. My name is Tyler. Go Gators.